Today in British literature, we're going to listen to Beowulf's fight with Grendel. We're going to use the Kennedy alliterative version. From the stretching moors, from the misty hollows, Grendel came creeping, accursed of God, a murderous ravager, minded to snare spoil of heroes in high-built hall. Under clouded heavens he held his way, till there rose before him the high-roofed house, wine-hall of warriors gleaming with gold. Nor was it the first of his fierce assaults on the home of Hrothgar. But never before had he found worse fate or hardier hall things. Storming the building, he burst the portal. Though fastened of iron with fiendish strength, forced open the entrance in savage fury and rushed in rage over the shining floor. A baleful glare from his eyes was gleaming, most like to flame. He found in the hall many a warrior sealed in slumber, a host of kinsmen. His heart rejoiced. The savage monster was minded to sever lives from bodies ere break of day, to feast his fill of the flesh of men. But he was not fated to glut his greed with more mankind when the night was ended. The hardy kinsman of Hylak waited to see how the monster would make his attack. The demon delayed not, but quickly clutched a sleeping thane in his swift assault, tore him to pieces, bit through the bones, gulped the blood and gobbled the flesh, greedily gorged on his lifeless corpse, the hands and the feet. Then the fiend stepped nearer, sprang on the Sayyid, lying outstretched, clasping him close with his monstrous claw. But Beowulf grappled and gripped him hard, struggled up on his elbow. The shepherd of sins soon found that never before had he felt in any man other in all the earth a mightier hand grip. His mood was humbled, his courage fled, but he found no escape. He was fain to be gone, he would flee to the darkness, the fellowship of devils. Far different his fate from that which befell him in former days. The hardy hero, Hyalek's kinsman, remembered the boast he had made at the banquet. He sprang to his feet, clutched Grendel fast. Though fingers were cracking, the fiend pulled free. The earl pressed after. The monster was minded to win his freedom and flee to the fens. He knew that his fingers were fast in the grip of a savage foe. Sorry, the venture, the raid that the ravager made on the hall. There was din in Herod, for all the Danes, the city dwellers, the stalwart shieldings. That was a bitter spilling of beer. The walls resounded, the fight was fierce, savage the strife as the warriors struggled. Their wonder was that the lofty wine hall withstood the struggle, nor crashed to earth the house so fair. It was firmly fastened within and without, with iron bands cunningly smithied. Though men have said that many a mead bench gleaming with gold sprang forth its sill as the warriors strove. The shielding wise men had never weaned, that any ravage could wreck the building, firmly fashioned and finished with bone, or any cunning compass its fall. 
till the time when the swelter and surge of fire should swallow it up in a swirl of flame. Continuous tumult filled the hall. A terror fell on the Danish folk as they heard through the wall the horrible waning, the groans of Grendel, the foe of God, howling his hideous hymn of pain. The hall thane shrieking in sore defeat. He was fast in the grip of the man who was the greatest of mortal men in the strength of his might, who would never rest while the wretch was living, counting his life days a menace to man. Many an earl of Beowulf brandished his ancient iron to guard his lord, to shelter safely the peerless prince. They had no knowledge during those daring thanes when they drew their weapons to hack and hew, to thrust the heart, that the sharpest sword, the choicest iron in all the world, could work no harm to the hideous foe. On every sword he had laid a spell, on every blade, but a bitter death was to be his fate. Far was the journey the monster made to his home of fiends, when he who had wrought such wrong to men, with grim delight as he warred with God, soon found that his strength was feeble and failing in the crushing hold of Hylax Thane. Each loathed the other while life should last. There Grendel suffered a grievous hurt, a wound, the shoulder, gaping and wide, sinews snapped and bone joints broke, and Beowulf gained the glory of battle. Grendel, fated, fled to the fens, to his joyous, joyless dwelling, sickened to death. He knew in his heart the hours were numbered, his days at an end. For all the Danes, their wish was fulfilled in the fall of Grendel. The stranger from far, the stalwart and strong, had purged the evil from the hall of Hrothgar and cleansed the crime, the heart of the hero, joyed in the deed his daring had done. The lord of the Yats made good to the East Danes the boast he had uttered. He ended their ill and all the sorrow they suffered long and needs must suffer a foul offense. The token was clear when the bold in battle laid down the shoulder and dripping claw Grendel's arm in the gabled hall. Welcome to the Big Senior Read, a part of the Rutland Reader Review Podcast. I am your guest host today. Welcome to the Big Senior Read, a part of the Rutland Reader Review Podcast. I am your guest host today, Jay. Today we'll be talking about the action-packed coming-of-age story, Batman Nightwalker by Marie Lu. The roughly 300-page mystery thriller clocks in at about a 300 Lexile score. In Gotham City, crime is just a way of life. The story opens with a murder gone wrong. A member of the Nightwalkers, an inside group of murderers killing the rich elite, has been apprehended and taken to Arkham Asylum for questioning. At the same time, due to some poor adolescent choices on the night of his birthday, Bruce Wayne is sentenced to perform community service at Arkham. While there, his world collides with Madeline, the apprehended member of the Nightwalkers. Eventually, Detective Dracon of the GCPD notices that the taciturn Madeline will only speak to Bruce and enlists his aid to take down the Nightwalkers before they strike again. Full disclosure, I have two confessions to make. Number one, I'm a huge Batman fan, so I jump at any chance to spend time in Gotham with Batman and his rogues gallery. Number two, I am not a huge fan of most young adult novels. 
I find that usually the young adults are written unbelievably. They either are the most competent souls alive or they're bumbling toddlers in big bodies. As someone who is around people in this group often, I find it offensive either way. Marie Lu's balanced writing does a compelling job of exploring mature concepts in a manner that teenagers can understand and makes Bruce and all the characters believable and, for the most part, sympathetic, at least with Bruce Wayne. When the audience is introduced to Bruce Wayne, he's 18, and it's only been 10 years since his parents' death. He's breaking people into categories, those who want to use him, backstab him, or actually care about him. He is an extremely lonely individual. This also sets up his character to be easily manipulated by Madeline, the beautiful killer. Um, the moments where Bruce is investigating makes it unclear sometimes whether he's a natural detective or just suicidally curious, which I think shows a good balance between natural talent and being in over your head. The author's characterization provides a refreshing portrayal of teens in a realistic manner. In regard to the atmosphere and setting, this part of the book is a bit of a misstep. The only moment where it really feels like Gotham is when Bruce Wayne has to mop up the floors of Arkham. This is so ludicrously illegal, but it seems like a typical miscarriage of justice you'd expect from the morally bankrupt court system of Gotham City. Overall, the text is one I would highly recommend for any, anyone finishing up middle school or in high school. This isn't to say that it's just a book for kids. Any fan of Batman or even the Gotham TV show would probably enjoy the novel, and the brainy humor makes it enjoyable for even an older audience. One of my favorite parts of the book includes a discussion on Catcall. With its positive messages about refusing to be a bystander and protecting others, most parents will probably be comfortable with this text so long as they have a teenager. It has some mild descriptions of violence, but nothing more graphic than what you might find in a PG-13 movie. Thanks for listening to the Rutland Reader Review. I've been Jay, and I hope you've enjoyed my review of Batman Nightwalker by Marie Lu. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and join us again next time when we re review another great read. You can learn more about Rutland on Twitter at RHS Canes.